shall we start? Hello, Lisa. Hello. Coming Hi, Claire Lisa Isaac. from Queensland. Can you hear Hello. me over and out? Hello, Claire Isaac. Aww. How are you? I'm good. I'm better now that I see your smiling <laughs> face. How are you? So yes, I'm Lisa Sinclair and I'm in Queensland and you're Claire Isaac and you're in Sydney. That's true. We are nothing if not um, uh, country Not global. Yes, country. <laughs> nationwide. East Coming to you nationwide. <laughs> What's on the show, Lisa? This week, Claire, um, <laughs> we are t- we are, we've got a new section, What Makes Us Cry. <laughs> wonder what that will um, be. Oh, I know what it can be. It's my party and I'll cry if I want to. Maybe? Maybe? Yeah. It's my party and I'll cry if I want to. Better, better. Okay. Okay, I like that. Um, The the, the new thing on the Calm app, there's a new man doing storytelling, which you quite like. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do some culture I've club. been going to bed very early, let's just put it that way. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, we've got some big questions. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about something you've had on the list for ages, and I kept saying no, and I'm finally going to talk about it with you, and that's period pants, Claire. Excellent. All the men in the room, you can leave now. Um, how are you, Claire? I'm good, thank you. I'm bored, but I'm fine. Mm. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm in. I'm now living in Queensland, not yes, for good, just yeah. just for a bit. Yeah. Um, I'm in Brisbane. I'm um, I'm embracing the Brisbane lifestyle, which is, I have to say, quite pleasant. Look, I'm, I'm quite only, into it. I can only say I'm jealous on behalf of all of us Sydney siders and yes. Victorians and New Zealanders. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> WA and then, people. Yes, and then today um, Anna Palaszczuk shut the, you know, shut it down completely because yeah. hotel quarantine is full. Yeah, well, lucky you got in when you did. I did, and I, yeah, but I'm out of quarantine now. Yeah, um, yeah they, so let, they those, let me out. For those who maybe have missed us for the last couple of weeks, there's the three of you. Um, <laughs> no, I had my mum. One, I, had, I had one whole text message about it. Marion, Marion, <laughs> Maureen, and a couple of others. Maybe Lisa, maybe um, Katie or someone yeah. else. Um, yeah. So Lisa was in quarantine for a couple of weeks because they went up to Queensland. I think we spoke to you in your first week of quarantine, and then the second yes. week you were too boring, so we had to put a, a, a hold yes. on the proceedings. A hiatus, yeah. yes. So um, how was quarantine, Lisa? What was it like for those of us who'll never actually get to, hopefully? Um, it was it was quite boring. It went surprisingly fast in the end, and it wasn't as terribly awful as I expected. But we were very lucky to be staying in the Marriott, so we did have a lovely room. I think I said before, no windows or air. That was mm. the hardest thing. Um, and sort of the food got a bit monotonous and boring, but... Uh, look, you can't really complain about it, about our experience, but I know lots of people are having a terrible time doing it. Mm. So I'm not negating their experience, but we ours wasn't too bad. Um, and working helped. Working from home helped. Well, working from hotel, mm-hmm. WFH. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, we just, I don't know, it just became this sort of weird, weird limbo land. Yeah. And then we came out and we were like little mice, like, you know, like blinking in the light, blinking into the light. <laughs> um, we were quite a weird colour when we came out. Oh, hotel tan. No, yeah, but sort of like a like a pallor. Is it a pallor? Mm. A weird, mm. like sort of 
grey. White, grey, mm. yeah, a weird grey colour. no vitamin D, probably. Well, no, because I was making us take vitamin D in there. Oh. Um, but no, it was, and then we came out and then it was lovely and it was Queensland and sunny and Brisbane is just like business as usual, pretty mm. much. Bit of mask stuff going on. Um, but everyone's out and about. If you try and book a restaurant, it's packed. Um, I went to a gin bar and that was you know, bearing in mind we haven't been out in Sydney for a long time, we were a little bit overexcited. Yeah. Um, and the gin bar had 400 bottles of gin in it. Mm, that's just a weekday for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so it's quite interesting living in a different state, mm. I have to say. Um, so, yes, yeah, I mean, it feels quite different, a bit of an adventure. Oh, yeah. look at how I long for I'm an sorry. adventure. I'm sorry. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I do apologise no, to everyone. No, no, yeah. no. How are you going? How's your brain? Uh, my brain's all right. I'm finding it quite um, boring, mm. to be it honest. It is boring. I'm really bored. And I wasn't bored in the last lockdowns because I think I was probably too scared of what um, work was going to look like and stuff like that. So I was a bit preoccupied. Whereas this time I've got plenty of work, but I'm just finding life quite boring. And not yeah. seeing people is really getting to me. Yeah, I can imagine that is hard. Yeah, you're really missing people, aren't we? Yeah, and then last yesterday it was my goddaughter's 16th birthday, so I had to take a present over, and we had to do a thing where, you know, I rang them on approach and kind of stood half in the garden and half on the patio because it was absolutely pissing down with rain in Sydney yesterday (laughs) while she stood in the doorway, and I had a karaoke microphone playing... (laughs) (laughs) um, happy birthday to you, you know, and um, it was all a bit kind of pathetic because you couldn't even really do anything Mm -hmm. or celebrate. But anyway, you know, there's the breaks. We're not in Afghanistan. You know, like there's so many awful things going on in the world and we're not in Haiti and we haven't got to deal with a whole bunch of other stuff. But, you know, it's just, it's just, it's a bit lonely and a bit boring and... It's not much fun, is it? Not much fun. Anyway, but but we're doing lots of fun things which we can talk about now. (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those fun things, Claire, is crying. <laughs> <laughs> um, I it's had a little my party and I'll cry if cry I want, if I want to. to. Cry if I want oh. to. <laughs> How many times? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, work on that. Um, I cried and you didn't because you're a monster. Yes. At the Qantas vaccination ad. Now everyone's crying, everyone's posting mm. about it, and so I thought, oh, I'm bound to cry because I cry at like, Ted Lasso every yes. second, whatever. And I didn't cry at all. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't cry at right. all. Just absolutely. And I thought, what a bunch of entitled assholes. I thought, <laughs> all these people going, oh, I've got to go into my friend's wedding, and it's like, well, what about people who want to go and visit their mothers who they haven't seen for three years and who've got, you know, a sick or whatever? And it was all very much like, oh, we haven't travelled for ages. I just didn't, I didn't find it as emotional as perhaps I should. Right. Okay. I cried, but I am quite emotional at the moment. So I would, you know, there's no way I wasn't going to cry. I know what you're saying, though. I sort of just cried at, because they were all in business class as well. Yeah, they were like... all in the plane. <laughs> when that kid goes, oh, we're taking off. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that feeling. Yeah, that was what made me cry a bit more rather than the actual ad. I thought the Disneyland thing was a bit weird. Yeah. Because there's no emotion about going to Disneyland, no. is there? And also... I mean, the man. Yeah, I mean, it also is like, oh, if we could all afford to go to Disneyland, I mean, happy days. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, okay. All right, well, Qantas, try again if you want to make Claire try. <laughs> yeah, I mean, normally you make me cry with your choirs and your yes. sweeping vistas and things like yes. that. And people running in airports yeah. guaranteed to make me cry. Just got it a yeah. bit off, off brand, right. I think. Not quite there. Alan, Not quite there. Alan, call me. I'll sort it out yeah. for you. <laughs> All right. Um, I did cry at something, though. Yeah, Did you know it? that Telstra have made all of their payphones free in, you know, the ones that are on the street? I did not know that. So you can make local calls for free on any Telstra payphone now because they want it to be available. Well, I'm, I don't know if this was their reasoning, but they, they have made them free, presumably because you can get free calls everywhere with, of everything else. But um, because homeless people can now use the phone to call people or, you know, people in trouble can just pick up a phone if, if it's working and call people. Isn't that lovely? It is lovely, Claire. But what I want to try to understand, to ascertain... Did reading the story make you cry or was there an advert about it? Reading the story made me cry because I just thought, gosh, gosh. You know, this is something that we should have been doing for years, really. Is like, you know, I mean, women, you know, like when before mobile phones, you used to be terrified. You used to have to call. You'd say, I'll call you when I get to the station, you know, or whatever. Right. Because you'd be so concerned about your own safety as a young girl wandering the streets of... Sydney yes. or whatever and you'd always have to have 20 cents for the phone and, or you'd call but you wouldn't you Ooh. wouldn't answer because you wouldn't afford it so you'd have to yes you know but nowadays you can just call and say I'm here I'm safe don't worry about me or I need you to come and pick me up I'm in danger it just seems so much nicer oh well there you go lovely mm. I'm glad mm. I'm glad you cried um, <laughs> I'm not a monster after all not a monster if you need to calm down a bit after your crying episode, yes, you would probably go away and listen to your calm app, wouldn't you? I do like to um, yeah, I'm, I'm very zen, yeah, and there's a new person on there, yes. Now, um, this may or may not um help you sleep, or it may make you a little bit fidgety, should we say, mm. <laughs> for All want right. of a word. It is um, Reggae Jean Page who, of course, was in, um, what's that show called that he was in? Bridgerton. <laughs> Bridgerton. <laughs> so he is re re reading a story, a sleep story. It's a, it's called something like The Captain and the Naturalist, which makes me think of nudist, but I'm sure he's not a naturalist. I'm sure it's someone who looks at nature. Um, I haven't finished the story because, of course, I fall asleep as soon as I listen mm. to it. But his voice is very appealing as a, mm. as a car map. He's got that very posh English accent. Yes. That sort of deep voice. And because you know him from Bridgerton, you can picture yes. him talking with oh, yes. ruffled shirt. Oh, I'm, I'm doing it right now, Hello. Claire. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So you could get a little bit hot under the frilly collar. But yeah. uh, worth it, worth it. And I swear He's by those stories. Is he quite softly spoken in the real life like he is in the Bridgerton? Yeah, he's quite... Well, they have to be on the car map too because they don't want to be shouting because yes. they want to keep your nose. No. So, no. It's, you know, so you've got... Now you've got the choice of an array of very hot men because you've mm. got Harry Styles. Yeah. You know, you've got all sorts of people on there. I thought they get paid to do that. Yeah, have to shitload of money. A shitload. Mm. Absolute shitload. I'd do well, it, then, but... I don't, I don't get us to do it. I don't know that we'd send anyone to sleep. Well... I mean, not intentionally, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it writes itself, doesn't it? It does. All right, let's go to um, Culture Club. Culture Club! Culture Club! Well, nothing um, else. We've been doing a lot of watching and reading and, you know... 
Yes, we have. Now, we both watched the entire season of Hacks in about two days, didn't oh, we? I love it so much. Did you love it? Love Absolutely loved it. Yeah. It's on Stan. Yes, it's on Stan. It's and an it's, HBO Max, isn't it? Yeah. And it's um, it's just like this Las Vegas comedian woman who's been around for years doing the circuit and that she hires this new writer to come and work for her. And hilarity and semi-tragedy. And you know, comic tragedy, kind of. You know, it's it's pathos. Yes, in there is. Jean Smart plays the older comedian, yes. um, and she is just utterly brilliant. And they just nail it, don't they? They yeah. nail the whole sort of taking off the wig at the end of the show. And yeah. the, so she's probably a cross between um, someone like. Um, Debbie Reynolds, who had that show at Vegas for years, didn't she? And then a bit of telling war stories and then a bit of someone like Phyllis Diller and definitely some Joan Rivers is in there because definitely. she has a troubled daughter. Yeah, troubled um, daughter. Yeah, it's great. I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's not it's not breaking new ground, really, I didn't feel. If you've seen Late Night, did you see Late Night? Yeah, with, yeah. Emma yeah. yeah, but, yeah, you just speed through it. I loved it. And the second season's been... Um, booked now yes yeah it's just good because it's also because you just get this sort of little insight into that sort of world of, of vegas and how they make so mm. much money and they you know and then someone else can come in and sort of take over their slot mm. if, they're, if they're older or, or less popular and just that sort of the the tension and the pressure that it puts on you to come up with new material and how that yes. works and all that sort of stuff it's very interesting i love it was it. interesting yeah i did i loved it mm. um now, one we're not quite so sure about, Claire. Yes. Nine Perfect Strangers. Yeah, I think it's Nicole's wig that does it for me. Look, I didn't like the book. It's a Leanne Moriarty book. No, I didn't. Book. I didn't finish the book. No, yeah. No. So I was surprised when they made it. She optioned it very early, I believe, Nicole. Maybe before um, she'd read it. <laughs> uh, maybe, but Leanne Moriarty. I mean, you know, she could write a shopping list now, and it would get optioned by Nicole or Reese Witherspoon, wouldn't it? Exactly. So. Um, but I find it, I like that it's, it was all filmed in Byron, wasn't it, during COVID, but yeah. it's set in America. Um, I do like all the Byron hinterland, looks I lovely. I do too, but then you kind of are like, why are they all driving an American side of the road, an American car? Yes. Like, it's all very weird. I don't know why they did that. They could have said it in Australia and no one would have been disappointed. None the wiser yeah. or disappointed. I mean, the cast is amazing. Melissa, Melissa McCarthy, Bobby Carnavale, yeah. Asha Keddie, yeah. Luke Evans. Um, I am about, I'm nearly finished episode one. I found it all a bit slow going and a bit weird and Nicole's wig, as you say. Yeah, I've done three episodes of it. I'm not, in, I'm not yeah. hating watching it because I'm quite enjoying hate watching it. Yes. Um, Nicole's wig is, is terrible. Nicole's accent is, is kind of, I don't really, it's, she's supposed to be Russian, but she could be from many places. Um, I like Melissa McCarthy. I think she's really fun. Isn't yes. It? I like Bobby Carnavale because he's quite mm -hmm. sort of dirty and, you know, attractive. Mm. Yeah. Um, I like um, Samara Weaving's in it and I, yes. like, I really like her. Um, I think Asha Keddie's only in it because they need to have a certain number of Australians in it to get some kind of funding from the Australian government. Right. <laughs> um, but I quite like her. I don't have a problem with her. She does seem a bit out of, out of sorts you know in the mixtures is a weird combo but then i yes. don't mind that actually i'm quite enjoying her on screen um, um reviews i've read is that she's the best one in it she's yeah, saved it she's very she's got a she's got, she's got a good face that woman i mm, really like she her does. face 
It's quite um, a wobbly face. Yeah, and she's not afraid to look, you know, yeah. um, unattractive. And I don't mean that yeah. in a bad way. I mean, she's just not, she's not vain, I don't think. I quite, I just, I'm just not, uh, I don't know. It just all seems a bit unbelievable. Because I think that's why I stopped um, reading the book, because it just goes mm. into this weird territory. Nonsense. Yeah. Um, and if I think back to, like, when I read the book, Big Little Lies, I thought it was fantastic. And then I thought the series was fantastic. Yes. I just loved it. Yes. I was so excited excited when it came back for you know the second season whereas this I'm just a bit like meh yeah it's a bit meh it's a bit meh but I'm watching yeah. it because nothing else on although I am watching the newsreader on the ABC yeah. which I think yes. everyone should watch yes I've started watching that also because it's um it's like part of our history but it's also it could be yeah. so many people it could be yarn event it could be you know lots of kind of those women from the 80s who are still around Tracy Grimshaw yeah and isn't it fan? I, I think it's so well produced. It's so I great. love like all the costumes and the, the music. Sets. Yeah, yeah, the sets. Yeah. Are, everything is brown, which um, yeah. you know was our lives back then, I suppose. So it's set in a, com- a commercial TV station in the eighties, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And there's a there's a female newsreader who sort of goes off the off the rails right. a little bit. Is that a parrot behind you? <laughs> the the picture or the no, noise? The noise. <laughs> Oh, because there are parrots on the wall. Oh, right. I can um, hear a crow. Oh, it's a crow or something, is it? No, it's um, cockatoos. Ah, uh, you said Queensland. A lot of bird life around here. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I got very excited the other day. I was walking the dog and I thought um, I thought it was a rock wallaby, but it was actually a possum. Yeah. Isn't that weird yeah. when, you get your, when you get your marsupials all mixed <laughs> up? Um, speaking of the newsreader, you've been watching something from old school times. Yes, from I have. From olden days. It's again, nice. back to the 80s. Yeah. Um, I thoroughly recommend everyone watch Working Girl again. <laughs> what uh, made you start to watch that again? No, my sister-in-law just put it on. And as soon as that music, that Carly Simon music starts, you're in. Oh, wow. And then the hair, like, you just you just can't help watching the hair. Um, and then you've got Harrison Ford and yeah. Sigourney Weaver. And then you have to have a good old chat about Melanie um, Griffiths' Griffith, face. Yeah. And how she, that was her original face. And then there's some story about how she had a boob job halfway through, so her boobs are different in the film. Oh. Um, but And it was also quite a good empowering one. You know, you can get outraged about how awful men were back in the day. Mm. Um, same with the newsreader, not... actually. Yeah, yeah, it's the same kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, but it's just such a great film. It's one of my favourites, actually. Yeah, I might watch it on the way Watch down. it. And also, when I watch, watch it, I just have you in my head because there's a lot of, um, are you coming to the party? I'm having a party. <laughs> there's a lot of, sorry, that was terrible, Long Island. But there's a lot of Long Island actors going on. A lot of five, 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 four, 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 four. Yeah, yeah. Talk to me about um, your daughter and the dog. Yeah. So um, <laughs> you should watch it, if only for that reason. Um and what book have you read, Claire? Um, I've read a couple of books. I've yeah. read The Other Side of Beautiful by Kim Locke, which is an Australian book about a woman whose house is burnt down and it turns out that she's been living in it um, and not leaving the house for two years since she had a sort of accident at work um, that you kind of find out about as the book goes on. Um, so she's sort of agoraphobic and she's had a complete mental breakdown. And then she gets her house burns down and she buys a van and drives to Alice Springs and then to Darwin. And it's just this really great Australian novel about women being brave and doing something that they 
thought they couldn't do. It's really lovely. I really loved it. I really enjoyed it. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it, and then I absolutely loved it. It's sort of because she's vulnerable, she's a bit crazy and a bit kind of, um, you know, yeah, vulnerable, I guess. And um, and she has an ex-husband who left her for a man, and so she's sort of given up on love and given up on life, and then vaguely things start to sort of come back and she starts to realise that life isn't as bad as she thought. It's just, it's very full of hope. Oh, that sounds lovely. I loved it. And then I'm reading Seven Days in June, which is an American book by a woman called Tia Williams, which is just a bit of a saucy kind of throwaway novel, but I'm really enjoying it as well about um, these people who dated back in when they were at school and they've both become successful authors. She writes kind of twilight style sexy books and he writes proper literature and they come back together and have this incredibly passionate relationship and it's just about sort of how it's changed since they were young and that's just um another really interesting read i'm quite enjoying it too good i think reading is a bit of an escape at the moment isn't yeah. it for people yeah mm. and really and also because we're watching so much shit on tv mm. it's nice to go to bed and actually have a book that you really invested in Yes. Yeah. I'm what reading, reading? My, Michael Connolly. Oh, yes. Have no, you read any of him? No. He's an American crime author and he sets all his books in LA and he's written about a billion books and he has various um, different franchises. So he's got the Lincoln Lawyer and then he's got the Harry Bosch books, which right. were made into a TV show with someone quite handsome playing Harry Bosch. And I can't remember who. Um, I think that's on Amazon Prime. And then there's another season one where he's got um, a female detective, Renee, and she teams up with Harry Bosch. And in any way, the one I'm reading at the moment, they're all, these aren't new ones, um, mm. but they're just really good page turners. They're the, the kind know. of books you'd find in a holiday house, am I right? Definitely, mm. yes, mm. yes. But um, if you want something that's sort of quite easy to get engrossed in, uh, I recommend a Michael Connolly. Oh, there you go. Well, there you go. There's some quite some a few tips there for... People. There are. Mm. Um, and while you're watching all your TV and stuff, are you eating any snacks, Claire? Snack attack, snack attack, snack attack. Snack attack, snack attack. Well, we weren't going to do snack attacks again, but we seem to have just fallen into mm. them. Yes, yes, I am. But you can tell me what you've been eating, if you like, first. I have been eating <laughs> ch- chicken in a biscuit. <laughs> We're nothing if not class food. Classy um, food. I've had the chicken crimpy and the drumstick. Oh, yeah. The drumstick is far superior. Right. Um, they are actually delicious. And the other thing I have um, tried, and I've written here, spare rub twisties, which actually sounds like <laughs> some kind of porn thing, it doesn't does, it? It does, um, But it should say spare rib twisties. Which is a corn thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so they're limited edition and they are delicious. Are they? Do they taste like spare ribs or do they just taste like twisties? They taste like spare rib flavouring. Mm. If it well, was in a powdered form, I guess that's that's what you that's what they go for. Yeah. So I yeah. guess they are what's written on the packet in that instance. Yeah, yeah. I, I looked at them and I thought, I, even I can't go there. But now that you said that, even I can, and I'm going to. Yeah, you must tomorrow. I will. <laughs> you mm. simply must. You I simply must. I bought mm. the fondue thing from Aldi. Not an ad. Not an ad. So it's a cheese. Um, it's a pot of cheese that you right. have, that um, and it's French. It's called like something blah blah de Normand, and you put it in the microwave in the microwave. 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 
in the micro wave <laughs> for a minute and then you stir it then you put it back in for another minute then you stir it again then you put it into a pot and you heat it up so it goes all smooth because otherwise it can be lumpy but it is literally like the best fondue you would have ever had in what are you dipping in it well i actually cheated because i didn't know that we were gonna i didn't think we would ever probably dip anything in it so i made cauliflower cheese with it Oh, which was amazing because it's got that yes. real blue and it's got that stinky cheese brie mm-hmm. kind of smell and mm-hmm. taste to it. Oh my god, it is delicious! Highly where recommend. Do you, where the, do you find in the cheese the tub of cheese? The cheese bit of Aldi with all your all right. you know with all your specials, but it's not a special. It's been around. My mum got some. Hello, Marion got some. Hello, Marion. Delicious. I I don't know what you do with it generally. I don't know whether it's a silly thing to buy. That's your own business. <laughs> Maybe me and and um, Reggie John Page in bed <laughs> with a with a tub of fondue. That would send you yes. to sleep, wouldn't it? Hmm. All right, fondue. <laughs> Let's do the big question. Big question. We've got two big questions. Yeah. Um, this one. Um, is how to make your relationship better. How do you make your relationship better in lockdown, Claire? Well, I tell you how. Yeah. You have a fight. But this is according to the this is UK according to the Telegraph. Telegraph in the UK. They say that yeah. actually having a fight um, is better than avoiding arguments. So right. all of this time that we're stuck at home going if you don't put that fucking knife in the sink, I'm going to fucking kill you. Mm. You need to say it. You need to say, can you just put the knife in the sink, please? Because, you know, we're living in a one-bedroom apartment. And I'm not talking about my own life here, or am I? You know, <laughs> not, like, at all, not at all. <laughs> where, you know, all those times that the things have just been driving you mad because you're working in the same room, apparently if um, those who argue effectively are ten times more likely to have a happy relationship than those who avoid dealing with disagreements. So... You've got to start positively so say something yeah. life affirming first of all like yeah. claire think, you know i think the world of you yes absolutely yeah. then acknowledge your role in maintaining the discord and creating your own distress so you say something like and i know that maybe i'm overreacting slightly mm-hmm. keep to the issues but those knives that you're just leaving around the house willy willy mm. Then mm. take turns. So avoid interrupting. If you feel unable to control yourself, ask for a break. Oh, okay. So when I say, fuck off, Lisa, about the knives, I'm <laughs> going to put the knives wherever, you go, time out. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. Yep. Yeah. Then prepare ahead as well. So think about all the things that someone might say in their own defense. <laughs> so you've mm-hmm. got, you know, so just to refine your solution. And expect to compromise, which I think is actually the most important thing about any. I think it is. Fights, right? Is yeah. That, you know, no one's really right. It's just annoying you. So yeah. You, so you have to work out progress as opposed to victory. So yes. if they say, "How about I just leave the knives in the sink," and then at least they're not all around the house, you can say, mm-hmm. "Well, at least they're not," you know. On mm. my workstation, for example, or yes, you know, so yes, so that's how I think you make people you make your relationship better during lockdown is that you fight about the things that are driving you mad rather than bottling them up, yes, and then exploding, and then exploding, mm. yes. okay. And then you had um, a big question, didn't you? I did have a big question <laughs> is it rude to say, geez, you scrub up well? And this came from the Sydney Morning Herald, right. 
So do you describe up well to someone that you've never met, met before or when you've only seen them on a Zoom call and then you meet them in real life? or? I suppose all of it, all yeah. of it. Uh, yeah. I think it probably is quite rude, yes. I think it's quite rude. Geez, do you scrub up well? I suppose it depends how it's said and how, like, if it's just say, if it's someone you know well, it's probably okay. But if, if you it's know them you... well, are they gonna? Are they have never gonna have seen you in mm. flesh before? Or do they mean like normally they see you and you're walking the dog in your sweatpants? Yeah. And then suddenly you go to a party and you've got on a yeah. tight dress. Well, I think I think it is rude, but I think it's also meant. Often it's meant in a nice way. Yes. I think if it it would be rude if it was like you went to work every day with these people and then you got dressed up for the Christmas party and they said, geez, you scrub up well, I'd yeah. probably punch them in the face. I suppose the thing for me is is that I don't want to think that for me to look nice, I have to have my hair done, a full set of makeup, be wearing a zhuzhi outfit and heel. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to feel that I people think I look nice all the time, mm -hmm. regardless. Mm -hmm. Is that why you sent me that photo today of you in double tie-dye? <laughs> <laughs> I am wearing a double tie. I, went to, I had to go and do um, a smash and grab um, to get some clothes because we've stayed up longer and it's actually warming up and I've got like cashmere jumpers because we left Sydney four weeks ago and it's freezing. Anyway, yeah. so I did a smash and grab at um, Big W and they've got these tie-dye tracky pants and then I found a tie-dye T-shirt, so I decided to buy them both, and then I put them on together just for fun. And I have been out the house today in these. I don't um, think there's anything wrong with it at all. <laughs> really, because Timmy won't be seen with me in public. So. <laughs> I don't care. No, so, fair enough. Yeah. Um, so what I would say is that my tie-dye tracky pants are life-changing, Claire. Yes. Um you know what else is life-changing? And I do agree with you. And go on, you can talk about it. Period pants, Lisa. Yeah. Period pants. All the men out there, run. Run now yeah. while I talk about period pants. So, as a woman... Mm. <laughs> of which you are. Yes. I think the worst part about being a woman is not having periods. It's having periods at night time, right? Yeah. And... And also, as a teenage girl, never really knowing, you know, how heavy your yeah. period was going to be or whatever. It just It's just that, that sort of uncertainty of whether you can make it through some kind of time frame. Yes, Without situation. an issue occurring. Yeah. Period yeah. pants, life-changing. Period pants you put on at night when you go to bed. Mm. doesn't matter if your tampon isn't prepared yeah. for the onslaught it's about to have. I don't know how to talk about this. But, yeah. like, honestly, life-changing. They just soak, no, up, is, they soak up periods, right? So I know yeah. um, everyone will know what they are by now. As a menopausal woman, my mm. periods are all over the shop. Yeah. Um, oh, the dog doesn't like that. It doesn't like No. No. Dog's quite angry about it. Um, and they just have made me feel so much more secure. I just think they're amazing. I think they're comfortable. Yeah. I think they're the best invention for teenage girls who just don't know when they're going to get a period. You could just mm. have it on. They could just wear them like normal knickers and you'd never know. They're just I have found them so supportive as, for women. I wish I'd invented them. We'd be rich by now. You would. I have found them very useful for when staying in hotels yes. or in um, other people's houses. Yeah, when you're not, when you just don't want mm. any surprises. No surprises. Yeah. And the thing is now, I was in Woolies yesterday and um, they're selling them in Woolies now. Yeah, yeah. And you can buy them like, in all Not just online. No. 
Yeah. You're just there, it's, it's, it's just like going into the tampon and pad aisle and that's part yeah. of the things you can buy. Honestly, I think they're amazing. And if women of our age think that they don't need them, I think you're wrong. I think you need them because they're just useful. And you can also buy ones that are bladder leakage ones. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're a woman that, you know, little wee comes out sometimes. And lots of women are. Or a man. Or a or man. man. Well, I don't know that yeah. they're made for men in the same yeah, way. Yeah, they have. But the same, but the ones, the brands that we have, like the La Luna or whatever. No, call, like, no, different, yeah. different brands. Yeah, men, but yeah. like they're just, they're just like period pants, but you can buy them for bladder leakage. So then you just feel yeah. like you, you don't have, nothing's going to get out. Something and do you know what? Can, Hashtag not an ad, but not it should an ad. be, Claire. I know. If you if you make period pants and you want us to talk about them in this really mm. offensive and slightly mm. <laughs> embarrassing Awkward. way. If you want to see me cringe board. every week. I've written please. it on I've literally written it on the list about for the last year because I think they're amazing. I just think they're life changing and they bring you they make you feel so much better as a mm. woman. Going through a body change is hard enough without having to worry about whether you can wake up in the middle of the night and, you know, what's that yeah. feeling and, oh, my God, what's going yeah. on? Don't have to yeah. worry about it. We'll All leave right, it at that. Move on. Move on. <laughs> Send your piece. Move on. <laughs> Let's do some beauty spots. Beauty spot. Beauty spot. Beauty spot. Beauty spot. Beauty, beauty, beauty spots. Now, these are my beauty spots that I did in hotel quarantine. Yes, I think they're still vital, though. They are. Um, I spent $100 on molten brown bubble baths and shower gels. Right. Worth every so cent? Worth every cent. Somebody was a bit like, what are you doing? Is um, that somebody's... Does his name rhyme with... Blimey? Rimmy. <laughs> <laughs> um... But because we did have a bath in the hotel, you see, I did a lot of showering and, ba- and bathing. Mm. Um, and molten brown bubble bath slash shower gel are without doubt the best. And yeah. I would almost, I would pick them over Aesop. And you know how wow. I feel about Aesop, Claire? I do know how you feel about that. Okay, yeah. good to know. And they're not that um, expensive, like 50 bucks, right? I mean, they're expensive, bucks. but they're yes. treat, treat expensive, as I like Treat to call expensive. Them. So mm. I got the, um, there was a, there's a pink rose and grapefruit. Right. That's my favourite. And then there's another one that's called something like black pepper and something, and that's a bit more boy-y, but it's lovely. And it take, apparently it takes you on a journey from London to Marrakesh. So <laughs> I highly recommend that. Well, considering we can't go anywhere, well, that would make me cry more than the Qantas ad, probably. Yes. And then um, Walida hair tonic. Is it Walida or Walida? I don't know. I think it's Walida. I think it's Walida. Yeah. You know that sort of nice natural brand. Yeah, yeah. They, they do a hair tonic, Claire. And what you do is... You rub it into your scalp. Yes. At night yes. and in the morning, and it's not oily, um, but it's it just not is... oily in the morning. Eh? <laughs> uh? I said it's not too oily in the morning for you. Oily in the morning for it. Very good. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's lovely, and it's sort of got all herbal stuff, and it it smells nice, and it's really soothing on your scalp if you have an itchy scalp, mm. and it's meant to sort of strengthen your hair as well. So I've very much enjoyed using that. Um, I don't know, yeah, you do wake up with slightly sort of like crazy hair in the morning. Well, that's just me. Um, Hang on, I just have yeah. to let the cat out of the bedroom. Hang on one second. Oh, carry, right. carry on oh, talking. Oh, carry on talking. So I really do, I quite like the Walida hair tonic, Claire. Um, can you actually hear me or have you, no, because you haven't got your headphones on. I, I keep talking to myself. Yes, Claire. Um, 
Hello. And the other thing is um, someone sent me, let's call her Mardi because that's her name. She <laughs> sent me the most lovely thing. And it's, do you know that range, Mario Baduscu? Yes. I think it's Mario Badescu, but Thank you. Um, <laughs> and it's like this little packet. It's got four different facial mists in it. Ooh. And I put them in the fridge in quarantine. I've got them here now as well. And they are just absolute heaven. And they do different things. There's a lavender one and there's an aloe vera one. Mm. And anyway, I've been using them on my feet and on my face. And they are really very splendid. I think in a hot climate, a mist from the fridge mm. is a lovely treat, isn't it? So I, I love a, love a were, mist. Love. If you were moving to Queensland full time, yeah. I reckon there'd be a, um, you know. Oh, you'd be mad for it. You'd be absolutely mad for it. And there we have it. Um, <laughs> okay, well, thanks for the catch-up, Claire. Thank you, Lisa. It's been a pleasure. Nice to see you again. It's nice to see you. And nice to do the podcasty thing. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. It is fun. It makes me realise right. that we've got a lot of shit we can talk about, haven't we? We really do. We really do. <laughs> All right, uh-huh. well, we will um, talk to everybody soon. Come to the PDAs, which is our Facebook right. group, for all of the things that we talked about today and to talk about other stuff. All righty. Will we be back next week or will we just play it by ear? Play it by ears. Okay. Okay. All right. No, we probably will be back, I imagine. We've got nothing else to do, have we? No, literally. No. We've got nothing else to do. Literally. Okay, cool.